There is something missing in our homeschooling. It's not curricula. It's not supplies. It's not physical exercise. It's not test preparation. It is something so simple that we rarely think about it, yet it is so profound that we are doomed to fail without it. Hey there, sweet mommy. This is Sherry Hayes, the homeschooling mom of 15, bringing you encouragement and delight for your day. So wash the dishes, fold the laundry, nurse that sweet baby, or just sit down and enjoy some tea while we dive in to the good life in Jesus. So what is this missing ingredient? I was alerted to the importance of this simple ingredient while reading aloud an old book. An acorn in my hand written by a teacher from Texas whose first graders were reading the King James Bible and composing two six-page reports by February of the school year. Now that's first graders, that's seven, six to seven-year-olds, year right? It's a great book. If you can find it, an acorn in my hand, you have to look it up online, but you can find it. Children in her class, now this, this lady's name was uh, Mrs. Bolden, okay? Children in her class did not need any cutesy workbooks or common core directives. She coaxed out a child's natural desire to learn by employing some very simple methods, including praise. Now read what one observer wrote about her classroom. Mrs. Bolden's practice of fulfilling a fundamental need, the need for praise, without a doubt gives her first grade students self-confidence in their own ability and a sense of accomplishment. There is no rigid discipline. There is no need for it. It is a pleasure to see the children work and the joy they have in learning. They know what to do, how to do it, and they set to work with confidence in a pleasant and relaxed atmosphere. Not a minute is wasted, but they do not work under pressure. Okay. Besides using an ingenious phonics method, Mrs. Bolden did what she called bragging on each child, and she went about it deliberately. She wrote the names of her 29 or so students in a book, and would put a green mark mark at each name each time she bragged on that person. Then each Friday she would glance at the list and make sure that anyone who hadn't received a green mark would get some bragging by the end of the day. <laughs> In this way she created a bond of sweetness between her and each of her students. Doesn't that sound precious? I know how easy it is to skip praising our children especially when it seems they are doing everything wrong. <laughs> it seems it gets lost under all the hopes, dreams, expectations, pressures, and subsequent disappointments we experience. It's hard to praise a five-year-old for his best efforts when his best efforts look like scratches and scrawls. But if we celebrate the scrawling today, there is a greater chance it will turn into beautiful script in a few short years. And trust me, for all those who have little kids and it doesn't seem like they're doing anything writing-wise, just give it time. Be consistent, but be patient, and it'll happen. He looks up with his little eyes, this is the five-year-old, and hopes mommy will see the huge effort he is making and the great pride he has in what he has created. And when she celebrates with him, he sees her as his greatest benefactor, as his cheerleader. The bond causes him to relax in the comfort of safety so that his mind can be free to move forward without fear of reprisal for the many silly mistakes he is bound to make. Children often protect themselves by tuning out the negative, but they drink in the positive like thirsty plants in the desert. 
Now, please don't misunderstand me. There is a place for correction and correction means sometimes we have to say negative things and you'll find out. We will address that in a minute. Okay. Now, even teens or especially teens need massive doses of praise and recognition. They may hide it better, but they are often very insecure and they look to us for reassurance. Some ways to put this into practice is to celebrate even the smallest advancement. I learned this from a homeschooling couple way back in 1984. I know, ancient, right? When my first child was less than a year old, they encouraged me to clap, whoop, and holler whenever possible. <laughs> Something we put into practice with all of our 15 children. So specifically, uh, and so whenever they took a step, then we cheer and we clap. Whenever they finished their meal, we would cheer and we would clap and say, yay, we would celebrate them over and over again. And that really, really did good things. Okay. In gratitude, we thank children for a job well done. And we try to make sure they know we noticed when they were doing something right. Okay. So we say, oh, thank you for taking that trash out, honey. That really helped me. Right. Just gratitude, especially boys. If you are just thankful for the things they do, they'll beam and they'll do more. Right. And you know, you got a cat. Some kids are just like, they're just in that stage when they're just really trying Okay, so whenever you can, if you catch them doing something right, make sure you whoop and holler about it. Okay, make it a big deal. Okay, you want to encourage that, right? Okay, to end with praise. There are times when things like spelling, grammar, and math answers must be corrected. But I always try to do my corrections first and end with something positive. Okay, I try and say something like, uh, you didn't fill out the page all the way and you'll have to correct that. I love the colors you used. Which part of the page is your favorite? Or don't worry about getting a few wrong. You're making progress and that's what counts. By the way, I love the way you make your threes. They look sort of old fashioned. I've actually said that before, okay? <laughs> or you have a few spelling errors that I noted, but your sentence structure is phenomenal, okay? This way or they are left with a feeling of approval instead of disapproval. Now, sometimes I like to do a sandwich, okay? So I'll say, uh, oh, I'm so glad that you finished that page. Okay, so you've got five wrong that need to be corrected, but don't worry, that's only five and you got 95 of them correct. So that's good, we're making progress. You see what I'm saying? So you start with something positive like, oh, I just love sitting next to you. Isn't it, isn't it been a happy day? So let's look at your paper. You know what I'm saying? Let's check out this essay. Okay, so this is spelled wrong. This is spelled wrong. Boy, I really got so much out of this essay. It really, I really learned something. So you see, while I'm, I'm first of all, I'm giving a, a positive. It doesn't even have to be about the schoolwork. It could be about something totally different. But we're sitting and there's a positive that I'm giving them. Then we go over to the negative part. And I can be as negative as I need to be. <laughs> and it, like I could even say, you know, you took so long because you really weren't paying attention. And I know that you didn't want to do this. And that made me sad. And so I hope we can correct that in the future. But, and then you give them something positive. See what I'm saying? So like you start with a positive. In the middle, you got this negative, but you end it with a positive. So you made this sandwich, right? So I think the biggest part of what they're hearing is positive but you didn't like neglect telling them the truth because the truth sets us free, right? Um, Jesus, that's what Jesus said. And you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. If we don't know the truth about being sinners, if we don't know the truth about God being a holy God who requires of us uh, um, 
perfection, okay? It requires of us sanctification. It requires of us to be holy, right? If we don't know that, that we're not holy, then we can never repent and come to God. So we have to tell people the truth, but we can sandwich that harsh truth with, you know, you are made beautiful and wonderful in God's image. Did you know that he prizes you so much? He died on the cross. Now you have to repent of your sins and come to him. But if you do this, he has a, he has heaven waiting for you and you get to be in his presence forever, right? So, you know, that's a sandwich, isn't it? So we need to sandwich it. Now we need to be real, but we can sandwich it. Okay. So there, here's a scripture for you that will help you to help you to think scripturally about this whole idea. Jesus said in Matthew 10, 24, if anyone gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones who is my disciple, truly I tell you, that person will certainly not lose their reward. And when we can um, help our children by giving them praise and bragging on them, as Mrs. Bolden said, then we're actually giving them a cup of cold water on a hot day, aren't we? This world is so ugly and nasty and awful. Our kids need to be, and, and you know, they don't even need help from the outside. They're usually hardest on themselves, aren't they? So we need to give them a cup of cold water and show them, you know, God is a positive God. If you get to know him, the closer you get to him, the more you realize he is a positive God. He tells us to believe good things for the future, doesn't he? Now, the best teachers know what Mrs. Bolden knew, that if you can capture the heart of a student, the will follows and along with it, the reasoning. And who is better suited to capture the heart of a child than a mother at home? So I think that's pretty neat, but I would like to give you something more. So I want to talk to you. I'm going to be very personal here about my walk with God. Uh, I am at this time of this recording, 59 years old. And I came to Jesus in a, in a dramatic salvation experience when I was on, just before my 12th birthday. I was baptized on my birthday on Easter Sunday when I was 12. And it was dramatic in my life. I knew definitely that I needed Jesus. There was just no question about it. It was clear in my mind. And when someone told me that I knew I was a sinner. I read the Bible and I could not live up to, I mean, <laughs> I read it from the beginning. And when I got to do it, uh, you know, um, after we then got to numbers and I started bogging down and I couldn't read it because it was, you know, the law and I had no understanding. I then thought I had more guilt than ever. <laughs> and I was just guilt, guilt, guilt ridden. And then someone told me that Jesus died to forgive me for all my sins and that all I had to do was ask him. I can remember that was told to me in Sunday school. At that point, I believed. I believed and I was so excited. I just, I mean, it was, it was just day and night for me. Okay, so now I'm 50, 59 and I've been rearing uh, 15 children and homeschooling them and I have a wonderful husband. We've been married uh, 41 years and I have been listening to God for a lot of years, but you know, God brings us through stages. And so I'm going to share a stage that I'm in right now. And maybe that'll help you so you can get there faster. <laughs> so when I come up to a difficulty, I am able to banish fear or that sinking feeling, you know, that you get when I remember that I am with God and that he will show me the answer in real time. See, I, 
I am finally learning to rest and trust in each situation. It's not 100%, but it's like 98% now. I practice putting things on pause to ask my Heavenly Father to be one of the fruits of the Spirit for me. Okay, I know it sounds weird, but it's as if He delights to bring the answer for me. It's like if I expect it, if I believe it, then He'll do it. It's as if He delights to bring the answer before me. He shows it to me as He always has, but now I am practicing not wasting my emotional energy on doubt or fear. <laughs> I simply expect the answer to unfold before me, and He loves that. So I get blessed with hope and joy, with peace in the midst of it all. So even when things aren't going as expected, I'm not concerned. The point is that I trust him in a very real, concrete way. And the other shoe never drops, okay? Because I know no matter what, I will always have the presence of God. And for me, that is all I will ever need. So I hope this has blessed you today. For more content like this, please visit and subscribe to my blog on my website, momdelights.com. And if you could, please help spread this message by liking, reviewing, and sharing it with others wherever you hear it. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.